Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat, the QB of e in sunny Dubai right now. And on the other side of the world, I have the Viking Vigard. How are you? I'm good. I'm in sunny Norway. Sunny Norway. I know. It's sunny all around the Northern Hemisphere at the moment. It's extra it sunny, which is good. And that's the weather report for today. Uh, but related I, to that, I got some news. What's your news? Tell me. I bought a convertible. What? A convertible yeah. what? Car? Car, you fool. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It could be convertible anything. Could be a convertible boat that converts into a submarine. Oh no, you've got one of those. Oh no, you had one of those. It's uh, it's a Mercedes. Ooh. It's all electric, and Ooh. it's about one meter long. <laughs> one meter. What? As a toy. It's a car for the princesses. Oh, it's a car for the princesses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I'd get excited there. I was going to come for a ride in your convertible, but I don't think I'll fit in it. No. What colour is it? White. Because that all that's, that's all white. That's all that matters really it's for girls, white. isn't it? What colour it is? Yeah, it's all white. And are they driving around in it? They are driving around in it. I uh, upgraded the battery pack, so I had to <laughs> modify the whole thing. I installed a oh much bigger battery. Such a so they can drive around topic. all day. It's cute, isn't it? Stop. They. <laughs> They won't have to stop to charge. They can drive all day. Oh, my God. But they do have pink fluffy dice in the mirror. They have, uh, it depends on the mood, depends on the day. They <laughs> they ride with the dolls or without the doll. They attach a, a plastic trailer cart Ooh. or, I mean, they do loads of things with that car. They actually drove the mirrors off the other day, but... <laughs> Brilliant. Driving it like they stole it. Driving, well, drive, driving it like 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 a woman. Oh! <laughs> Boom! Do you know I've never had an accident in my whole 31 years of driving? Wow. So you haven't been driving much, have you? <laughs> <laughs> I've had like five or six accidents, I think. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me because you're a man. Not all my fault. Yeah, right. None it's of them true. your fault. Yeah, the fact that you're on anyway, the road. Anyway, that's the big, that's the big news. And I've, I'm on holiday. Woohoo! Where are you on holiday? <laughs> no, I'm talking to you. Isn't that at sad? <laughs> Staying at home recording podcasts during my holiday. So that's my rock and roll life. Excellent. I'm pleased you're enjoying your holiday and putting it to good time for good use. I was going to go on holiday and then my five-year-old got chicken pox. So we oh, couldn't fly. Oh, good timing. Yeah, and now we have to wait for the other one to get chickenpox as well. So right. we can't fly for probably two, three, four weeks whilst, you know, it hasn't it hasn't right. broken out on her yet. So we're just sitting yeah. here. While it incubates. Nice. Yeah. Oh, Brilliant, see, isn't it? see family. Yeah, because oh. you can't go anywhere. If you go to another country and then it breaks out, then you can't okay. get back. It's no. impossible. Yeah. No, that would be irresponsible, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Very irresponsible. Yes. So... Well, well, fun times in your house then. Yeah, we've um, yeah we've uh, we've on holiday too and um, recovered from my flu. But uh, today, 
I've just had a message from the swimming squad people where Mini QBV swims to say that there's been a defecation in the pool. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the pool. And that was that's actually your message due to a defecation in the pool. <laughs> you write like that. I know. It's very, very formal, isn't it? Um, <laughs> in New Zealand, they say, code brown. There's a code brown in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would have written. At least I would have made people laugh. Yeah. Are you rinsing that? Oh, that's sore. That's still sore. Um, yeah, so uh, so there goes the swimming for today. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I'd like to be swimming around with a few little turds floating around. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Nice, nice. So that's, that's about the extent of my day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the mini QBV, she's actually going on holiday with a friend. She's been taken away to another country. She's going to Italy for a couple of weeks with a little uh, school friend, which is amazing amazing that these parents have come up to us and said would you like your daughter like to come on holiday with us i'm like yes go go mm. and then i had to stop and think perhaps maybe i should research a little bit more about them because i didn't know them very well and uh wondered if they were going to kidnap her and sell it to the gypsies <laughs> and i think <laughs> they sent her off anyway <laughs> but we sent her off anyway yeah. <laughs> brilliant Right, yeah. I think this might, uh, our, our small our personal histories and anecdotes might actually bore the listeners, so. Oh, is that where they turn off? Okay, cool. Well, um, I do have something interesting, and it's to do with my doggy. Yeah. So, doggy. Um, as, you, as you know, we adopted a doggy, little rescue doggy, um, a, few month, a few weeks ago, a few months ago. A month, two months ago now, it will be. Um, and he's great. His name's Taco. He's a little... Uh, local dog, a Saluki, and um, we've been doing some training with him because he was jumping up and down, and he was he was getting excited, and he was biting me, he was nipping me on the ass, and he was I've gone through five or six tops because he's ripped holes in them, and one pair of trousers where he's ripped holes in my butt, um, mm. and I was getting a bit scared of him to be honest because I not I've not had dogs before, and I didn't realise that's what they did a lot. So we, I was in so much pain and I wanted it all to stop that I decided to hire an expert. And I've got an expert trainer who's coming to, has been coming to see us and she's been training us as well as the dog. And she's amazing. She is way too cheap for what she does and I've already told her that she should put her prices up. The fact that she's taken away the pain that I've had um, is more than, you know, I would pay ten times more than what I'm paying for her now. Sorry, but let me ask you a question. Did she, yeah. has she fixed you or the dog? She's fixed both of us, basically. She's given me some techniques to do, use with the dog so that he calms down when I'm playing, but also for me to recognise that when he's playing and when things are starting to get rough, what to do next. And yeah. it's really worked. And the, the change was, it was, in, was within a few days. It wasn't even like... A week or two weeks or you know he everything changed and that was a, the the change was was my approach to him and then also his understanding of what i expected of him are you basically. more assertive than you were before with the dog I, i've got more idea of what to do and what not to do so before i was playing tug tug of war with him and things like mm. that and i was obviously just making him more aggressive and i also because i was being you know, I was playing with one that was playing with them the most. I was basically just a puppy to be played with. I wasn't the alpha dog. So 
when I said for him to do stuff, he wouldn't listen to me because I was just the puppy. You weren't the queen bitch, you mean? I wasn't the dominant one. I was not. I'd lost my queen bitchedness, <laughs> which I hadn't realised that was happening to me. And, you know, there's, there's a good lesson. It was just happening over time. Because I thought what I had to do is, you know, be a puppy, be exciting with him. You thought you so had to I, love the puppy? I thought I had to love the puppy and for him to love me so much that he didn't want to go anywhere else, basically. Yeah, but we needed to set some ground rules, and she showed us how to do that. But one of the cool things that she said, and I thought it was really good, um, and as a psychologist myself, and she's done animal behavior as a degree, animal psychology, and she said that one of the things that happens with dogs and a lot of animals is something called trigger stacking. So not being triggered, but trigger stacking. So you, you're, a dog in its normal day will have people who come to the house He'll see people walking past the house on the street. He'll see other dogs, see other animals, see birds. Um, and all of those are triggers for something. So whether they ignore it or they, they're interested in it. So he might have a dog bark at him. He might have a cat hiss at him. He might have someone strange come into his house he doesn't know and get a bit scared. And all of these are triggers for him to do something. So whether it be bark or run away or you know, jump or whatever. But over the day, those triggers, they stack up. And his, every time he has a trigger, the hormones are released, you know, the adrenaline or the, you know, the anxiety or whatever it is. And they stay within their body for a 72-hour period. So the hormones sort of get released back into the system but they, and they're absorbed by the body, but some of them stick around. And as, it, as the triggers come, keep coming and coming over a period of time, they get stacked up. And, and maybe the second or third day, his behavior starts to become worsened because he's acting out on all these triggers that he's had before. And we as humans do that. So, you know, you know when you've had a really bad day and you've, you've, you've woken up, you've missed the alarm perhaps, or you slept, it's been a heavy sleep and you've woken up feeling groggy and one of the kids is has spilled milk somewhere or broken a cup and, and you've, you know, it's, even in my day, you know, you get someone else waking up in the house grumpy and so you react with them and you, you feel grumpy because they're grumpy and then then there's no bread or the bread's gone mouldy and you haven't been to the supermarket so you can't have your toast for the morning and then something else happens and you're late for work and you'll get an email and you think, oh, fucking hell, that such a moron. And as your day mm. builds up, by the end of the day, you get the tiniest things that happen that go wrong. It's a major issue and you act out and you scream at somebody and you don't mean it and you apologise and whisper. it. But that's what happens with us. And I see that all the time with salon owners. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. It's because it's, when you when you own a salon and when you own a clinic or a, a spa, you are faced with things. Every day is going to be a lottery. You don't know what's going to happen from under the, to the next unless you've planned things. But you don't know if your boiler is going to break down. Um, it just happens. You don't know if the workmen outside the building are turning off the electricity or they put a, a spade through the the. Uh, cables. You don't know that's going to happen. And, and each thing builds up and builds up and then your staff don't do what they're supposed to do uh, or the staff fuck up or you get a client complaint and it just builds up and continues to build up until at some point you just give in and you say, fuck it. I can't do anything else. I'm just coping with what's going on in front of me. So you forget to do the things that are really important to making your business get busy, 
get more money coming in the door, being more successful? Because they're the things that you just say, okay, well, I can't, can't even concentrate on that right now. I need to deal with all the shit that goes down in my daily thing. Unfortunately, pretty much every day there'll be something that happens and you'll say, I can't deal with what I need to deal with. I've got to do what I'm, I've got to do the firefighting basically. And you get really stuck. You get stuck because you're dealing with all the shit that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And you call those triggers. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And and we call it trigger stacking because, you know, and I'm not talking about triggers like social justice warriors being triggered because somebody said something offensive. No, 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 you're talking about something really different. Yeah, I think trigger is used in a bad bad way at the moment in in the world. You know, you're triggered by... Yeah, yeah. Something's gone wrong, and your adrenaline has gone up, or you know your anxiety levels, you know your, your corticosteroids in your body, your cortisol levels go up, and your body takes time to to deal with it. And if it hasn't been dealt with, and you have another one on top, another one on top, it's basically like a low level anxiety or stress all the time, which yeah. is really really bad for your health, extremely bad for your health. And it doesn't even have to be anything really serious actually no Basically, it's just yeah. constant low level stress yeah, yeah. yeah. it's that stuff that you can't get away from um and so something has to give and what normally gives is the things that you need to do that you should be doing to change what is happening within your business yeah, it's true. Um, but you don't you just cope with what you know um so you need to you need to take a step back and start to think about having that day where you're working on the business and none of that is going to bother you so you delegate it off or you outsource it or you get, you know, you get somebody else to deal with that shit, um, at least for a day a week. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Totally. So like my doggy, so his triggers we know. So what we can do is we can, for him, we can we can minimize it. So, for example, when he's um, he sees people walking outside that are strange people on his territory, he barks. So we had no curtains up. And now the area which he hangs in out the most where he can see outside, so we hung curtains so he now can no longer see outside yeah. to bark at the strangers. So that's one less trigger, you know, one yeah. less thing he has to deal with during the day. So we've mitigated mm-hmm. the circumstances and we've changed the things that he has. When he, we come home or we come in the door or we see him, to stop him from jumping up at us and hurting because, he, you know, he's got claws, he scratches, yeah. bites, he's got teeth. Um, we just put our hand down towards his nose. He doesn't have to jump up towards us. He just gets down and sniffs. In and he has hand. to be calm first, doesn't he? And he has to be calm. Yeah, he, we, he calms down, and we always have a treat. So we have a treat by the door, so we know where it is. So as soon as we open the door, already yeah. he can smell the treat. So we've just changed the way things are done for him so that he can calm down and then, you know, his triggers aren't being stacked We're up. We're helping right. him to calm down. Basically. Yeah, we're helping him to calm down, basically, yeah. which is a really good analogy for you know what we do when we talk about when you know we hold when I hold someone on his hands and help them through changing their business and turning their businesses around. It's basically, we help you calm down. We help you put all those things and that you need into place and have a plan so everything is moving calmly and serenely. And and when something does come up, you can deal with it without being stressed. Basically. It's true. It's true. It's true. 
Um, no, I was just thinking about what you said. Uh, uh, it's true, and it makes you lose all those things that happen all the time. Very often, make you lose track of where you really want to be or what you want to yeah. achieve, and you get caught yeah. up in the everyday activities, and you kind of go to work, you work, and then you go home. And very often, you see that not just salon owners. This goes for all businesses. The the owner ends up being some sort of a they actually, so many of them end up with a bad job, basically. They got all the yeah. duties yeah, and they got all the responsibility yeah, and none of the benefits of a regular employee. So, I mean, who's yeah. got, who's, who's the stakeholder here? You are because you got your, your, you know, your mortgage and all of that invested. You got everything invested in your business and then you still end up working more than a regular employee, getting fewer benefits Less than regular than your- yeah, and more responsibility and, and the rest of yeah. it. So, so uh, yeah. And, and your friends worth, turn around and yeah. say, oh, my God, you're amazing. You've got your own business. You know, you're yeah. so cool. I could never do something like that. And what have you got at the end of the day? You've got four walls with some chairs I, in it. I've got some, yeah. I, I was talking to my wife about that yesterday. Uh, because when I started... Um, the biggest company I've, I've created so far. Uh, <laughs> I was in my I was in my early twenties, and it took me about ten years to get it at you know a level where I had probably more than a the average income. Um, but during that period, I said you know for that ten year period, I if I'd chosen a, a regular career, I would probably have earned more during those first ten years working yeah. somewhere else. I would have more. Leisure yeah. time, I would have more of the things I wanted just by choosing the other route. Uh, and it's not until, you know, 10, 15 years later, you start reaping the benefits. If you've, if you've done things properly, because so many people just end up can, at that first level, they end up and they, they stay there forever. Basically, yeah. yeah. The thing is, you can accelerate that. It doesn't have to be ten to fifteen years before things start happening. No, but of just because you didn't know that it existed, exactly. that an alternative route existed, that's what yeah. what happened for you. But I've had talked to salon owners who are now in their fifth year, and they're thinking, well, that should be, you know, I should be making money now. But they're taking home less than a uh, part time person in their business. And they're dealing with all the shit that goes along with it. Like you say, you still got, you know, they're working seven days a week. They're doing all the crap jobs. They're taking all the complaints from clients. They're responsible for a business, having to pay all the bills, got all the worry. And yet they're taking home less than one of their part-time employees. That's a shit place to be in. And if you don't change it, it's going to continue. It's going to continue on for the next five years. And And um, the next five years. Speaking of changing that, because what you you do have two choices basically. What I recommend, you know, when people are in that position, I recommend that they have a deep think about where they want to be and what they want to do. Because sometimes the answer to that is to actually sell the damn thing and get a job. For many people, yeah. that's the right solution. But if you if you if you'd rather continue running your salon, a clinic, whatever you do, and and you know get what you wanted from it when you first started and you know um delivering on the promises you gave to your family and everyone around you when you started then then actually you you need to change something fundamental and funnily enough we got something for you yeah because you you know you do you need to make a decision so if you if you want something different 
book a breakthrough call with us on www.thegrowyoursalonfarshow.com forward slash start. We'll give you an hour-long no obligation, no cost call, and we'll come up with a plan for your business. Um, and then you can decide whether you want to go ahead with the plan or whether you want to continue what you're doing and get the same results you've got because basically they are your two choices. You continue what you're doing with what you're doing and get the same results or you do something different. Yeah. And that's what we're offering you, I guess. And it sounds yeah. fair, probably sounds obvious. Yeah, I'll have to change something. or But, you know, if you just continue like you're going today, you will just end up where you are today. Yeah. You will get no further. So Correct. what you do, I, I highly recommend, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not, I mean, not blowing my own horn here, but <laughs> go yeah. to the Go Your Silent Falls show forward slash start. And there you can book a breakthrough call with either Kat or me. Yep. You can have access, complete access to our diaries. Mm, Sounds scary, well, doesn't it? Oh my God. Mm, more or less, yeah, it's true. Yeah, so uh, on that happy note, it's obviously a magic everyone feel miserable now, but there's not stress of going to life. But no, uh, I want to hold on. I don't. I, I don't mean that. But I don't mean to make people miserable. But we know that there are people listening to this show who are who recognise what we're talking about. They know that's how it is, and they want to change something, but they do not know what to do, and they've never been able to do it. And now we're offering an opportunity for you to get clarity about where you are, where you want to go, and a plan to get there. And all you've got to do is to go to growyourselfandfalseshow.com forward slash start and book a call. That's all you need to do. It's a breakthrough call uh, with either cat or me, depending on where you are in the world. If you're in Scandinavia or speak one of the Scandi languages or something like that. Something related to Scandinavia, you talk to me and for the rest of the world, you talk <laughs> to Kat. Or if you insist on talking to either Kat or me, regardless of where too. you are, that's fine too. But yeah, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> cool. Excellent. I'm glad you yeah. clarified that because I think that on that note, we should end it and we'll speak to you next week. Ta-da. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.